historically what the market does here at the end of the year. We've got a month and a half left, right? Half of November and then December. And it's 2020. So it is flying by. And usually, you know, the end of the year um, is usually okay, uh, but not always. Last year we had that Christmas Eve where it went down. So it's not always that way. Um, And I think by and large, it will depend on the geopolitical issues and the trade issues and things of that nature, because a lot of the uh, fundamentals are coming across strong. For example, retail sales, for example, um, came across and they, they said it wasn't that favorable. However, if you look at it as a real, in other words, an inflation adjusted number, um, it was spectacular. So retail sales are really strong. Uh, consumers represent 70% of the economy. So that it was just really good numbers with that. Good. Um, but what I want to take a look at is the data on the market highs because we've had, I think, three weeks in a row now of new highs this particular year. So through the three years ending November the 8th, the S&P 500 registered 108 new highs, including 19 this year. 108. Yep, over the last three years, 108 and 19 this year. That's through November 8th. And like I said, we just hit some new highs again. So it's even more than that at this point, over 20. Um, Dow Jones, similar, 111, including eight this year. There were 53 closing highs that were recorded in 2014. Um, there were 10 in 2015, 18 and 16. So, um, you know, across those three years, you know, multiple highs. Uh, the S&P 500 has returned 44.57% over the three years ending November 8th. Wow. Including dividends, it's up over 54%. Um, so that represents a 15% compound annual rate of return. So, I mean, of course, very happy, strong happy. numbers. Exactly. When buying at new highs, investors are purchasing shares at prices no one has ever paid. By very definition, right. it's new high. <laughs> and it's natural to be afraid. You know, I'm buying at the top. Uh, what if we enter a recession? A bear market may follow. So it's natural, uh, however, for bull markets to register new highs. Um, dollar cost averaging can help alleviate those concerns like mm-hmm. we talked about in the first half when you're, you're buying Don't try in. to predict. Just keep that, consistent. That's right. And, um, you know, with that, if you have some dividend interest or income, you can reinvest mm-hmm. at that level as well and, yeah. and incorporate that. Uh, those dividends. Historically, stocks have had a long-term upward bias. That's the whole point. So, you know, over long periods of time, which is why we say always maintain a long-term perspective, you know, we should continue to expect new highs over the years in the long term. In the short term, anything could happen for sure. But in the long term, you know, we want to go ahead and expect new highs. So with that, we'll go ahead and bridge. Well, I think it's, you know, it's interesting that, you know, the, the whole point there is that, there's a fear about getting into the market right now because right. we hear that all the time, right? Yeah. We, not all the time, we, but no, we do yeah. hear that question of, you know, are you sure right now is the right time to be getting in? Right. They've been saying that forever. Exactly. I mean, imagine the people that said it back in uh, back in '86 when the market was at 900. Right. Right. Yep. 900. Yep. Right. <laughs> no, it's, just, it, it's a different time, Rick. Sure. It's it's, it's 900 points. Same. It, it can't go above this. In '97, the death of equities. They thought it was yes. done. They thought there would be no more positive, you know, investment <laughs> experience in equities. And back in '97, the so. reason we invest in the market is our expectation is higher, higher. Higher, that's right. Higher. Yep, exactly. So, with that, let's go ahead and give the week ending numbers for November the fifteenth. Dow Jones closed at twenty eight thousand four. So, uh, that is a new high. In fact, <laughs> uh, broke the twenty eight thousand barrier. Uh, that represents a one point one seven percent increase for the week on the year to date. For that. 20.05% increase so far year to date. 
It's almost an annual number because we're almost at the end of the year. Um, S&P 500 was also up almost a percent for the week. Uh, 3,120 is the closing on the S&P 500. The year-to-date returns for the S&P 500 is 24.48. So very strong numbers there as well. Small U.S. companies were down slightly for the week. However, the year-to-date change on that is still positive at 18.38% for the small U.S. companies. International, are you ready for this one? The international changed 0.00 for the week. In other words, nothing happened. It was flat and nothing happened internationally. So that means our year-to-date still is 14.93 on the international markets. The bond interest rates have um, increased a little bit from their all-time lows. However, they still are at historically low numbers mm-hmm. at 1.83% for yeah. the 10-year treasury. 